The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Yoma has been dedicated in memory of Mazal Bat Esther Baghdadi and Yosef Ben Mazal Baghdadi by their family. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by North Fork Bank and its private banking department with Gabriel Safti. Hashem Ishmedehu Bihayehu. We would like to thank North Fork Bank and urge our listeners to patronize this generous financial institution. On a uh, private note, we'd like to thank Mr. Gabriel Safti for his continued support for all our programs here at uh, Daf Yomi, Torah Learning Resources, and the Torah Center. Today's Daf has been dedicated in memory of Yosef Ben Mazal and Shedomor Rafael Ben Mazal. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden Amen. Daf Nun Tet. Today's daf is being studied in Alun Shmat Abraham Ben Esther. Today's daf is being studied in Haslachat Hayalis Savali Israel. That Bezat Hashem Borealam should give them success in this battle against our enemies in Lebanon. And Bezat Hashem, the Toshaveir Israel should have uh, protection. From the Shomer Israel, Shomer Sheerit Israel, Ve'al Yovad Israel, Kemoshikatu Vinelo Yanuvelu Yishan Shomer Israel, Amen. We're in the Sugya discussing a mahlokat between Rabbi Akiba and Rabbi Yoseh in the direction that the Kohen Gadol used to sprinkle the mixed bloods, according to one opinion at least, of the Dam Sa'id and Par on the corners of the Mizbeach at Pinimi. According to Rabbi Akiva, he moved to his left, which was in a clockwise position. And according to Rabbi Yosef, the Kohen moved to his right, which was in a counterclockwise position. Uh, the Gemara asked, according to Rabbi Akiva, that why was it necessary for him to move to his left? Seemingly, uh, he should have an option to move or to his right or to his left. Because Rabbi Akiva doesn't hold that the law of moving to your right applies in the Kodesh, does not apply in the by the Mizbeah Apinimi. So therefore, uh, seemingly, if it doesn't apply, he could do whatever he wants. That was the Gemara's question, two lines from the bottom on Nun Chet Amudbet. <coughs> the Gemara said, and if you want to read it again, we can read it again. Rabbi Akiva, Nihid Loyanif Panim Mechutz. Since Rabbi Akiva doesn't learn the laws of Kodesh from the laws that happened outside, it should be optional for Rabbi Akiva to go around the Mizbeach in any direction that he wants. Really, the first Kedin that he touches or that he comes across, that should be the first uh, Kedin that he hits. And according to Rabbi Akiva, uh, Rabbi Akiva's opinion, right, that would be the southwestern corner, but he misses the southwestern corner. That would be the reason why he should hit the southwestern corner. Why doesn't he hit that corner? So he has to walk to the end of the Mizbeah. Till he walks to the end of the Mizbeah, which actually takes him to the northwest corner, which takes him to the southeast, correct, southeast corner. And then what? Right, you have your picture. 
leave Be'al Keren And once he gets to that corner Hadar Atel Al Keren De'ayev Le'metah Be'neshad And he walks back to the south West And then he continues in a clockwise position Which would take him to the Northwest corner, and then he uh, goes continue in a clockwise position to the uh, northeast corner. Now that's the Gemara's uh, solving uh, why the Biakiba says you go to the left. Comes Gemara and says the Ibaret Ema. Or we can say an alternate answer. Isviralan hakafa beregel de kulealma lo peligi di alfinan pani mechutz. Which means, we can explain the mahlokan of Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yosei the following. Everybody holds that when it comes to walking around the Mizbeach, we call it hakafa beregel. The Mizbeach hachitzon was. Uh, yeah. Gigantic, it was very big, it was 32 amma. So when the Quran would walk up the ramp, you would actually be able to walk around the Mizbeach in order to put the sprinklings on. So everybody agrees when it comes to Hakafa Beregel, walking by foot, everybody agrees there's no difference between Panim and Chutz. Just like in the Chutz, in the Mizbeach, it's on. When the Quran walked around the Mizbeach, he always turned to his right. So too when you're walking, in service in the Kodesh, it's also done to the right. There is no argument on that. But here the argument is like this. One opinion holds that here, you're not walking around the Mizbah. The Quran stayed stationary in front of the Mizbah and just went around the Mizbah sprinkling with his hands. That's called Hakafa Biyad. And one rabbi, the said that says you got to go to your right, he holds, no, you actually walked around the Mizbeah, me. So according to this, everybody holds that what? When you're doing Hakafa Beregel, you have to go to your right. The Makhlukin was, how did you put the sprinkling on the Mizbeah, me? According to the Biyosin that says you have to go to your right, it's because you did Hakafa Beregel, you actually walked around the Mizbeah. According to the Biyakiva, no, you stood stationary, it was Hakafa Biyad. And therefore we have no source to say Hakafa Biyad has to be done. Davka biyamin v'ibayetemad. The Gemara gives another answer. The kolal makafa biyad. Everybody holds that the mizbeach apinimi was done biyad, meaning the coin stood stationary and sprinkled. Be'aga be'aga me'palges. What's the machloket? More sabar yalfin an yad miregel. Rabbiyos is going to say we learn the laws of Yad from Regel, and just like Hakafa de Regel mebahutz is done biyamin, so too Hakafa biyad bifnim is also done biyamin. Umor Saban, Rabbi Akiva says no, lo yalfinan. We don't learn Yad from Regel. The Sabar Rabbiyos Agilili Hakafa biyad. So they give a lot of questions. Coin to this list, answer, you want to say, everybody holds that the guy was standing stationary. It was done at Kafa Biyad, and he went around the Mizbeach with his hands. So the Gemara says, could that be so? Are you telling me that Biyoseh holds at Kafa Biyad? Sefa. The end of our Mishnah says, Rabbi Li'ezer Omer, Bimkomo Haya Omed. Rabbi Li'ezer, as it says in our Mishnah, says he stood stationary in his place, Umehateh, and even a downward motion would dab the corners of the Mizbeah. Michlal, we imply from that, De Tanakama Lo Svidale. Right? From the fact that the Mishnah is saying to be the Ayazid said that he stood stationary, that means the rabbi before the Tarek come out of the Mishnah, which was saying, is Rabbi Yosef, he must not hold like that. So how could you tell me everybody holds 
that the Kohen would stand stationary. That cannot be the opinion of Rabbi Yosef. So we have to go back to the original answer that we said above. Mor savara kafa biyad, umor savara kafa beregel. The ma'lokit is, did they do it biyad, or did they do it beregel? Take out the words vi'i ba'itema, according to the emendations of the gira, and uh, add the word ubeha, ubeha kamepalge. And this is the ma'lokit. Mor savar saviv de mizbayah penimi, ke saviv de mizbayah haqitzon. Which means, the one rabbi holds that just like when you walk around the Mizbeah, it's done. In a right, going to his right, so too the same thing is done by the Mizbeah. Hapinimi. Umur sabar. Kula Mizbeah pinimi. Bimkom chada. Keren de Mizbeah itzon ka'eh. Which means the entire Mizbeah pinimi is considered like one corner of the Mizbeah. Meaning, you were stationary. Which means, the Mizbeah HaPitzon had four major corners on all four sides. So the other opinion is saying, no, the Mizbeah Pinimi, its whole entire Mizbeah is considered like one corner of the Mizbeah HaPitzon. Meaning, just like when you're on the Mizbeah HaPitzon, you don't move on that one corner, you just stand still and you sprinkle. So too are the Mizbeah HaPinimi, you just stood stationary and you'd sprinkle it standing. Therefore, you do not have to do it in a right uh, direction, you could do it in the left direction. That's basically this answer in the Gemara. It was a, the Bachloket of going right or to your left is really based on did they walk around the Mizbeach? Then it would have to go to the right, or did they stand stationary and use what's called a kafadiyad, go around with their hands? Rashi. Mechlal de Tanakama. No shani leben a kafat penimin lechison ela shenehem beregel. Right from the fact that uh, our Mishnah said that in the case of uh, the pinimi you were standing, so that must mean that the you were walking around. I mean, that's the Tanakama of our Mishnah. It'd be the Ezra actually. Our Mishnah said you were walking around the mizbeach. So it must be that Tarakamailed, you were standing stationary. Now, how do you know Tarakamailed to be Yosef? Odd palm. I repeat. I repeat. The Gemara said, Rabbi Eliezer said, Bimkomo Haya Omed. This is correct. That Rabbi Eliezer in the Mishnah said you were stationary. Must be that Tarakamailed said you were walking around. Good. And just like when you walk around in the Hitzon, it's to your right. When you walk around in the Pedimi, it's to your right. And he's asking, how do you know that Tanakamaz Rabbi Yosef? So Rashi says, Tanakamaz Rabbi Yosef Ali, Teha Kebate Kamar Bebaraita. Which means uh, the uh, opinion of the Rabbi of Amishnah going to your right. It's explicitly written in the Bright and the name of Rabbi Yosef. So therefore we know who it is. Amishnah doesn't say the words Rabbi Yosef. But his opinion going to your right is brought in a Bright with his name attached to it. So therefore we know that the Tarakama must be Rabbi Yosef. Comes the Gemara and says, Tanya, we have a Bright. Amar Rabbi Yishmael. Rabbi Yishmael said, Shene Kohanim Gedolim Nishtayiru B'Megdash. There were two Kohanim Gedolim that remained in the Mikdash. This is referring to the Mikdash Shini. The, again, the Gaon takes out the words Rishon. 
Meaning the there were two Kohanim at the time of the second Beit Hamikdash. Zeomer biyadi hekafti. One Kohen says on Kippur, I sprinkled on the mizbeach itzon with my hands. Vezeomer beragli hekafti. And the other Kohen says, I actually did it by walking around the mizbeach itzon. So the exact machlok between Nabi Yosef and Nabi Akiva, we see, was actually around in the times of the Beit Hamikdash between the Kohanim themselves. And each Kohen gave reason to his uh, to why he did what he did. The first Kohen gave the reason. He says, just like you walk around the Mizbah Aitzon to the right, so to the Mizbah Penimi you also walk around and you go to your right. That the entire Mizbah Penimi is considered like one corner of the Mizbah Aitzon. And therefore, just like when you sprinkle on the Mizbah Aitzon on one corner, you're stationary, so to on the whole Mizbah Penimi. Me, you also stand stationary, therefore you can go to your left. That's our Mishnah. Rabbi Ezer said he stood in front of the Mizbeah and with his hands he went around all the four corners. Who is the author of our Mishnah? The Gemara says Rabbi Yehudahi, which means. Rashi says, "Matnitin Rabbi Yudai, the Shamaina led the Amar Mishum Rabbi Liyazer Achi," which means we're going to see that Rabbi Yehuda quoted Rabbi Liyazer. So therefore, the author of our Mishnah that uh, says you stand and give the uh, the sprinklings must be Rabbi Yehuda. Now we're going to see this now. The Tanya Rabbi Meir Omer, Rabbi Meir said, "Rabbi Liyazer Omer b'mkomo Omed u'mehate." Rabbi Liyazer said the Kohen stands in his place. And uh, dabs the corners of the mizbeach, the al kulan, and on all the corners, hayan noten mimala lemata. He went again, dipping his finger in the blood, mimala, going up to down. Okay, putting his finger on the top of the corner and making a line of blood going down. Chutz meotash be'alachson, except for the one that was furthest from him. The one that was on a diagonally across from his hand, shenoten mimata lemala. In that case, he would go from down to up. Now, what would the reason be for that? We understand why the one in front of him, we want him to go from uh, up to down because we don't want the blood to trickle down his wrist and go on his big adim and dirty them. How come then, from the furthest one? The Gemara says he would go specifically down to up. Why aren't we concerned? So Rashi says over here, Rashi says, look at Rashi di Buddha Matheel, Ba'al Kulan, who noten milmala lemata. Right? In all the other corners, he goes from top to bottom. Bezush lefanab al korho, kedeshelo yazuv adam letok bet yad. Yado, we don't want the blood to trickle down to his sleeve. Deoil vegavoa hi yoter miyado, the mizbeach is higher than his hand. We have to lift his hand up. So you just picture it, if he's going from down to up, his hand is up, his wrist is going to be lower than his finger. And therefore it's going to cause the blood to trickle down. 
So he says, His fingers are going to be high. If he's going to go from down to up, Hadam Zav Letok Bet Yado. Good. And all of them, he can go from up to down. Except for the one that's diagonally across from him. That's the furthest one. What's the problem? The issue of here is not about dirtying himself. The issue of here is, it's just more difficult to go from top to bottom. Because you have to picture, he's leaning over the Mizbeach now, right? He has his finger there on the corner, and he has to go down, and he has to reach the bottom of the corner, so his body is going down. Masha'enken, if you dumb the other way, start from the bottom and go up, so it's a little easier to do it in that position, as she says. He says, It's hard for him to be bent over until he finishes giving the matana on the bottom. When he bends down first, When he's going down to up, at least he's starting bent over, but he's going into an upright position, which is just a little more easy for the Kohen. So that's the opinion of Rabbi Me'id in the name of Rabbi uh, Eliezer. Now, Rabbi Uda Omer, but Rabbi Uda had a different version of Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Bimkomo Omer. That stays the same. He stood stationary. Umehateh. And he dabs the blood. And on all of them, he goes from down to up. Except for the corners that were right in front of him. In that case, he went. So he doesn't dirty his clothes. But when he's doing on the ones on the, uh, away from him, then he's able to do uh, down to up because we're not concerned because his wrist is facing the other way. It's away from his body or sideways. They were not concerned. Now, Al Mishnah is consistent with the Yehuda's understanding of the Bidi Aizid. Because it's exactly what the Mishnah said. That the Bidi Aizid said he stands in his place, and on all the, the corners that are in front of him, he goes down from up to down, and the corners that are away from him, he does down to up. So then when the Mishnah says uh, the Bidi Aizid, it's the Bidi Aizid as defined by the Yehuda in the Braita. Ah, continued. Hizamimenu al then the next stage was, he takes the blood, and he sprinkles it seven times on what the Mishnah calls, Taharo Shil Mizbeah. Now we're not so familiar with this Lashon, so the Gemara is going to analyze it for us. My Taharo, what is this Taharo? It's actually the midway point of the wall of the Mizbeah. Which means, you go to the side of the Mizbeah, the halfway point, and you sprinkle. Kabbalah says, where do you know that Tiharo is midway? Like the people say, Taher Tihara. Taher Tihara literally means uh, half of the day. Which is that a person wants to say afternoon. How does he say it? Taher Tihara. As if it's the half of the day, which is half, which means that the sun is, what's, what's the language? Completed. It became bright. Okay, good. Taher tehara. It became very bright. Now, when does it become very bright? 
at midday, when the sun is overhead. So a taher tahara is a terminology used for something that's in its midpoint. Hence, in our context of it, it's the midpoint of the wall of the Mizbayah. Kavzi Kavarad says that can't be. <clears throat> Why? Metive kishehu mazeh. When the Kohen is sprinkling, eno mazeh, lo al gabea efer. He doesn't sprinkle on the ashes of the Mizbayah. Velo al gabea gehalim. Nor does he sprinkle on the coals of the Mizbayah. Elachote gehalim ilach ve'ilach. He moves the coals from side to side. Umazeh. So it's Mahashma is sprinkling Davka on the Mizbeach itself. It's actually on the revealed portion of the surface of the Mizbeach. Now what does the word Tohar mean in this context? Or the, like the Mishnah said, right? Al-Taharoshil Mizbeach. So Gemara says, like it says in the Pasuk, Ha'etzem ha-shamayim la-Tohar. On that day that Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Har Sinai, the Zekinim saw a Gilui Shekhinah, a revelation, and it says the sky was taught, it was clean, it was clear uh, revelation. And therefore, we see the word taught is to clear, so they would clear the Mizbeah from its ashes and its coals, and they would sprinkle yet another time on the Mizbeah <coughs> itself. Tanya, we have a bright now. Now our discussion is which part of the Mizbeah, <coughs> which uh, corner. On the uh, surface of the Mizbeach, did they sprinkle this blood? Tanya, we have a brayta. Hananya Omer, Besad Sefoni Unoten. It was on the northern side of the Mizbeach. Rabbi Yosei Omer, Besad Deromi Unoten. So again, we have a Mahloket on this. Gebrayes, Bemai Kamepalge. What's the root of the Mahloket? Mor Sabar, Pitcha Bedarom Ka'eh. One rabbi holds, again, back to the makhluket of the curtains. So one rabbi says the curtain started on the south side. Now let's analyze. If the curtains start on the south side, so you're in the southwest. Okay, now we know we didn't sprinkle on the southwest corner first, because the pasuk says v'yatsa. So you had to go to the southeast. Okay, then you went back to the southwest. And then you went to the uh, northwest, and then you ended up in the northeast. So now you're ending up your last sprinkle, you're in the north. And therefore that opinion is going to say, once you're in the north, sprinkle it on the northern side of the Mizbah, because that's where you ended up. And the other opinion says that the door, the entrance, I should say, of the Kodesh Kodeshi was on the northern side. So, that, so therefore, you're gonna, after you do all your sprinkling, you're going to end up on the southwestern corner. And therefore, once you're there already, sprinkle, sprinkle on the part of the Mizbayah where you are. So that's basically the issue. Sprinkle where you, the last point that you are. So according to one opinion, the last uh, corner that you're on is in the north. Sprinkle over there in the north. Quite the one opinion, the last station you are on the on the uh, is the south. Sprinkle on the south. Now what does this depend on? Where you're starting from. What is where you're starting depending on? On the curtains in the Mishkan, the Kodesh Kodeshim. Did they let you out in the south or did they let you out in the north? The Kula'al Mabiha, everybody does agree. Hecha de Gamran Matanot de Kiranot. Wherever you finish the Kiranot, sprinkling, Hatam Yahiv al Gago. That's where you place it on the roof of the Mizmeyah. My Ta'ama. Which means, who told you that it has to be where you ended the Kiranot? Maybe uh, Teharosh Mizmeyah is a different place. 
אמר קרא, ותיארו וקידשו. מקום שקידשו, שם תיארו. תגמרא מקסא דרשה, in the place where you מקדש, now, obviously when it says the place where you Mekadesh, it has to be the place where you finished Mekadesh. Because you can't sprinkle on the Mizbeah until you finish all the uh, sprinkling on the corners. So therefore, Vekadesho Vetiharo. In the place where you finish the Kiddush, that's where you do the Tiharo uh, on the Mizbeah itself. Learned in our Mishnah, Shiyere Adam Shofek Al Yesod Ma'arabi Shel Mizbeah HaChitzon. Now what do they do with the leftover blood? So the Mishnah said that they would take it and they would pour it in the Yesod, in the base of the Mizbeach HaChitzon. I mean, he would walk back into the Azara, and on the Azara, the base of the Mizbeach, that was called the Yesod, and they would pour it on the western side. The Amar Kerah, because the Pasuk says, Ve'etkol adam apar yishpoch, all the blood you will pour. Now, who says on the west side? Ve'chi nafik ba'up agabereshah. When you come out of the Kodesh, what's the first side of the Mizbeah Haitzon that you hit? You hit the western side. Which means, so therefore it only makes sense to pour it. Yeah, yeah. You, you walk right out of the Kodesh, Kodesh. The first thing, the first side of the Mizbeah you're going to hit is what? The west. So therefore, pour it in the Mizbeah. No, you're going to pass the west. You're going to go do all the sprinklings. No, you're not doing any sprinklings. Now we're talking about the leftover blood that you're pouring in the Yesod. But you ended up in the south. Not Correct, west. but you have, you're walking yeah, now sure. into the you're walking into the Hazarai. You're in the Kodesh. Now you're walking to Mizbeah Haitzon, which is in the Hazara. The point is, once he comes out of the Kodesh, he walks in out to the Hazara, to Mizbeah Haitzon, and he's hit right away with the west side, and therefore he pours there, he goes out, he's going now towards the east actually, but the first side of the Mizbeah Haitzon that he hits is the west side, he pours it in that. Now, Mishnah Mizbeah Haitzon, but the Mishnah did say that anytime you have leftovers of blood, that goes on the Mizbeah Haitzon, Hayashofik al Yesod Deromit. Then you pour it on the south side of the Mizbeah. Tanura Banan. Yesod HaMizbeach. When the Pasuk says you pour it on the Yesod, Ze Yesod Deromit. It's referring to the Deromit. That's the southern side. Actually, this Pasuk says in completion, Ve'lakah ha'kohen medama be'etzbao, ve'natan ha'kohen mezbeach ha'ola, ve'et kol dama yishpok el Yesod HaMizbeach. That's my Kippur. And the Torah tells you what? You pour it on the Yesod. It doesn't tell you what side. So the first opinion of this bright that says, Yesod HaMizbeach, Ze Yesod Deromit. It's the south side. Atah omir Yesod Deromit? You want to tell me that it means the south side? O'en o'ela Yesod Ma'arabit? Who told you? Maybe it's referring to the west side. So comes the Gemara and says, Amart yilmod yiridato mina kevesh liyitziyato mina echal. Interesting. Let's make a kesh between when the Kohen comes down the ramp. Now the ramp was on the Mizbeah HaChitzon. The ramp of the Mizbeah HaChitzon was on the south side. So just like when he comes down the ramp of the Mizbeah HaChitzon, he's on the south side. So let's compare that to when he enters the Hazara from the Kodesh. He also puts the blood on the south side. Ma yitziato min ha'echal. So again, Amar, Yilmod Yiridato Mena Kevesh, Litziato Mena Echal. Let's learn the coming down of the Kevesh to the entering 
or exiting, I should say, the Echal. I should say like this. Just like when he exits the Echal. It's the one that's the closest to him, which is the West. Correct. When he, when he exits the Echal, what's the first line that he hits? The West. That's referring to the West side. So to when he comes down to the Kevish, it's the closest to him. Which means, the Kevara is trying to say, on stuff that's done on the Mizbeah, you do it on the, on, the, on the South side. Why? Because that's the closest thing. When the Kohen comes down from the Mizbeah, what side is he on? The South side, because the Kevish is on the South. So the Gemara wants to make a connection. Stuff that comes on the Mizbah Aitzon, it's on the closest side to the Kohen. So too, when he comes from the Hekal, you're going to pour it on the side that's closest to him. What's the closest side to the Kohen? The west side. So that's the south side. Right, south. No, we're not, we're not discussing that opinion. This opinion, oh, well, yeah, when, when he comes down the ramp, you mean? Yeah, yeah yes, yes, yes. When he comes down the ramp, and the Mizbah Aitzon, the first part he hits is the south side, correct. When he's walking from the Hechal into the Kodesh, he hits the west side. So that's what the Gemara is saying, is comparing. Again, let's read that in some... Yes, let's say it in, let's say it in the Gemara again. Tarar Barah, we'll start that bright again. The Pasuk says, Yesod Mizbeah. right? You pour the blood on the Yesod. Now, I should point out, and I stand corrected as we read Rashi. Yesod Mizbeah Amura Behatata Hitsona. This is not by Kippur. This Pasuk is by a regular Quran Hatat that's brought on the outer Mizbeah. So again, a regular Qurban Hattat that's brought on the Adam is Bayah, it just says in Yesod. We don't know what this Yesod means. Well, there's, there's, there's three sides of the Yesod. Which Yesod are we referring to? So the Gabbara says, Ze Yesod de Romit. It's the south side. The Gabbara says, Atta'umir Yesod de Romit, or in early Yesod Ma'arabit. Who told you? Maybe it's the west side. Now, Amart, we're going to say, Yilmad Yiridatom in Akevesh, learn. From when he comes down from the ramp, like from when he leaves the Echal. Just when he leaves the Echal on Kippur. What does he hit first? Which is the West. So when he comes down from the Kevish, he also pours it on the places close to him. Whose opinion is this? This is Tanakam of the Brighta. Tanya. Rabbi Ishmael Omer Zev Zey Yesod Ma'aravi Rabbi Ishmael says Always Ben on the regular Hattat Ben on Kippur It's always West Rabbi Shimon Ben Yochai Omer Zev Zey Yesod Deromi Rabbi Shimon Ben Yochai says No They're both South Comes the Gemara and says Pishtama Rabbi Ishmael I can understand Rabbi Ishmael's logic That it's all West Why? which means by the Yesod of Kippur it's explicit it tells you yes, that she says because by the Pinimit, uh, by, by the Yesod of Kippur look at the Shev Nemeforash the Pasuk says you pour it to the Yesod that's facing Ohil Moed that's a no-brainer. The one that's facing all the which you saw is that? Ma'aravi. So therefore, to be Yishmael makes sense. Learn the 
the non-explicit from the explicit. Learn the satum from the meforash. By the regular hatat, it just says, Yesod. I don't know what side that is. By Kippur it says, on the Yesod, Asher Lefneh, What's the last Asher Petach Oil Moed. That's clearly the west side. So Rabbi Ishmael makes sense, west-west. Learn Satum, Mena Meforash. However, the other rabbi, Rabbi Shalom and Yochai, Kemara says, El Rabbi Shalom and Yochai, Mai Ta'ama. What's the logic? Where did he get south-south? Amar Vasheh, Kasavar Pitcha Bidarom Ka'eh. He holds that the entrance leads you to the south. What does this mean? Look at Rashi, Kasavar Pitcha, Dehechal, the entrance or the exit of Dehechal to the Azara, Bidromoshim Mizbeach Ka'eh. It'll put you to the south of the Mizbeach. Why? Because according to the B Shabon Ben Yohai holds the entire Mizbeah proper was in the north. Now, the ramp begins in the south. Now, when you exit the Hechal, the first from the south, you, the first part of the Mizbeah, like you see in your picture in the art scroll, which is Kedai to see, it's on 59A4, you're looking at note 27, you see when he's leaving the, uh, that's the anti-chem, which would be the Ulam, mm-hmm. which is fine, the first thing he hits is the south, that little jutting that's coming out of the south, because the other part of the Mizbeah is actually in the north, see the Mizbeah is in the northern side, that means the uh, west, you don't hit it. When you're coming out of the Ulam, the first thing that you're parallel to is to the, the sword that is on the Darom side. So that is his logic. Okay, so comes again what says, So therefore, once he says that's Darom, he keeps everything Darom. Right? Correct. Because his Mizbah is in a different place. Exactly. So again, let's get a review of the Mahlokere. The Bishmael says, West, West. Meaning, on the Chitzon, you pour it on the West. For Hatat Chitzonah. And for the Kippur stuff that's on the Pinim, the leftovers is also on the West. Everything's West. According to the B, Akiba, no, everything is South. I'm sorry. According to the B, Shimon ben Yochai, according to the B, Shimon ben Yochai, everything is South. Comes Gemaran says, Tana Deber Rabbi Yishma'il. We have a statement from the Bet Midrash of Rabbi Ishmael. Bedeber Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai. Meaning, regarding uh, in the Bet Midrash of Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai, they were learning the statement of Rabbi Ishmael. Okay, so get, 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 we just did it. We're quoting now a statement of Rabbi Ishmael that was said where? Bedeber Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai. And what was the statement? So that means it comes out of Bishamon ben Yochai retracted. If they're quoting Rabbi Ishmael in his Bet Midrash, that's a siman that what? That even Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai now holds south. No, no, no. No, no, no. He changed. Watch. I, go, I repeat. I repeat. In the Bet Midrash of Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai, it says they were quoting Rabbi Ishmael. Look at Rashi. Uh, first white line. Tana debe Rabbi Ishmael. 
בדבר רבי שמעון בן יוחאי זה וזה יסוד לרומי. בבית מדרשות של רבי שמעון בן יוחאי היו שונים משנת רבי ישמעאל. They learned to be sure, ve'gorsin ba ze deromi. Lomar to say hazar bo Ishmael, which means they came along now and they said to Ishmael retracted. Because what was Ishmael's opinion? West West. Now we have Rabbi Shimon's yeshiva quoting Rabbi Ishmael like them. So the yeshiva of Rabbi Shimon, your high proof starts that Rabbi Ishmael must have retracted. Comes the Gemara and says ve'simanach. How are you going to remember who retracted to who? It seems we need a mnemonic for this. We ourselves forgot. Which means, how are you going to remember that it was Rabbi Ishmael that changed his opinion to Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai? The Simanach, Mashchu Gavre Legavra. The men pulled the men. Meaning, the Bet Midrash of Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai, those are the men, they pulled the men. The individual, which is Rabbi Yishmael. That means the majority pulled the minority. Look at Rashi. Meshkuha gavre le gavra. Talmidei Rabbi Shimon, which is the yeshiva, the students of Rabbi Shimon. Meshku et Rabbi Yishmael omar kedivrahim. Which means it's south, south. The Mishnah continued. Elu ve'elu mitarabin be'ama ve'yotzim. So we said all the bloods, bottom line, that are poured on them is be'aitzon, fall into the yesod. For that they go into the uh, river. They fall to Nahal. They go to the Ama, which is the stream in the Azarat. For that they go to a river called Nahal Kedron. And then we said that they would sell it to the gardeners and for fertilizer. And we did say that there is mi'ila, meaning if they don't pay for it, Anybody that takes this blood, it's going to be considered Kodesh, and therefore it's considered Mi'ilah, stealing from Mi'gdesh. The first opinion says there is Mi'ilah by the bloods. Both rabbis all there is Mi'ilah. So therefore they're the authors of our Mishnah. Ba'chamim omrim, ba'chamim say, en mo'alim ba'en. Okay, there's no mi'ilah by the blood. So we have a ma'lokin. Ad ka'an lo pedigi ela midrabanan. So the Gebarah says, you should know that the whole ma'lokin of it is the mi'ilah, and that is only on a rabbinical level. Meaning on a Torah level, there is no mi'ilah by this blood, Rashi. Ela midrabanan. Man da'amar mo'alim midrabanan ka'amar. Now, what's the difference if it's Deoraita or Drabanan? So that she says, Lishalem Kirin, about Midoraita, Leosif Chomesh Lo. Meaning, we have a rule. When a person uses something of Egdesh, he has to pay back the principal, but he also must add a fifth. But that's only on Mi'ilad Deoraita. But if you hold Mi'ilad Drabanan, you only have to pay back principal. So the Gemara is telling us a big Hadush. Even the opinions of the Mahmir and say there is Mi'ilad over here, you should know it's only Mi'ilad Midrabanan, and therefore they only have to make a Principal payments. Ad kan lo pediki elam midrabanan, avam midoraita en mo'alim bahen. There is no mi'ilah by the bloods that fell into the yisod. Kabbalah says mina hanemile. How do you know that midoraita there is no mi'ilah by the blood? Amar ula, amar kera. So now Kabbalah is going to bring some pesukim. Lachem shelachem yeh. The pasuk says in Vayikra ki nefesh abasar badami. God says in the Pasuk that I gave the blood to you. 
She's the blood that you pour on the Mizbeach is Lachim. So what does it mean? Shalachim. Min Torah, do whatever you want with the blood. Once you put it on the Mizbeach, it's your blood. Midir Abanan, they came along and instituted Me'ilah. So that's the first opinion, Lachim. Second opinion. Deber Rabbi Shimon Tana, Lechaper. The Pasuk says regarding the blood, Netativ Lachim, I gave you the blood, Allah Mizbeach, Lechaper to atone. So he makes it the Rasha. Lechapara Netativ, Velo Lena'ilah. Listen, the blood serves one purpose. It serves atonement. But I didn't give you the blood to over me'ilah. Then Rabbi Yohanan Amar. Amar kera. Who? The pasuk says who? Now, I'll read you the pasuk. It's all the same pasuk. We're just yeah. in different words. It says, Ve'ani kinefesh abbasar badam. Actually, the word is he. Kinefesh abbasar badam he. Okay, good. Wait, wait, wait. It's actually on the, on the last part. Now, the Pasuk is calling the blood who it is, implying that its status always is the same. Its uh, status, meaning who it is, what it is, meaning Gemara, who lifne kapara tilahar kapara. Before atonement and after atonement, it's the same. That what? Well, after atonement, there's no me'ilah. Even before kapara, there is no me'ilah. I mean, from the fact that Torah calls the blood who? It is what it is. It doesn't change. Look at that sheet. Right. Ki adamu who behavayato in its. Being lifne kapara kilahar kapara lehar kapara emu meilad. The kevan the nasit mitzvato to do karinim bekodesh Hashem, which means after you get the kapara, it's like a sort of kodesh. The kedusha the gemara is here even before kapara. Now, seemingly, this is not necessary for our case because we're discussing after kapara. We we went to my when it's poured in the yisod, but the gemara is taking it a step further. That not only after kapara is given, even before kapara is given, still there's not going to be meilad at least by the dam. So comes the Gemara and says, Who told you to learn it that way? The Emma go the other way. Maybe say, Say, it is what it is. Meaning, it never changes. Meaning, after Kapara, it's like it is before Kapara. Maybe go the other way. Maybe say, before Kapara, there should be Me'ila. I'd say, just like before Kapara, there's Me'ila, after Kapara, there's also Me'ila. Again, who? It doesn't change. We never found a case after the mitzvah is done and the kapara, let's say, is accomplished that there is mi'ila. So we're forced to say that you have to learn it the way to say that just like after for sure there is no mi'ila, so to before there is no as well. Because we haven't found a case that after the mitzvah was done that there's mi'ila. So you can't come now and tell me a blockbuster and tell me a douche that even after the kapara there's me'ida. It doesn't exist. The pasuk is coming to tell me lefneh. The pasuk is coming to tell me lefneh. In conclusion, the Gebaraz wants to say that therefore we're forced to say the who is teaching me that just like there's no me'ida after kapara, there's no me'ida before kapara. And therefore, in Torah, there's no me'ida bedam. And the opinion that says there is, it's only the who teach me that the status does not change.